But we were also right, right from the bat. We realized that like this is not going to be for everyone. Yeah, you know, if if you don't if if you don't like, it, that's fine. You know, it's it, it's hard. We don't want to make. You know, if you start if you start trying to accommodate your customers instead of, of, of being real to what you want to produce and produce the thing that you truly love, you will lose some of you know you will probably lose the the whole feeling of, of, of the company what it stands for. My name is Jeremy Kirkland, and this is Blamo. My guests this week are Oliver Donfolk and Carl Persch of the Swedish brand Rubato. Even though they've built their brand organically from their first product, a sweater, they're still pretty much under the radar, and they want to keep it that way. Oliver and Carl talk about how they first met in a vintage shop and share their predictions for the future of retail. They also get into the importance of building a world for their clients, vintage Ralph and quality denim. Plus, they remind us that you don't just want to buy something, you want to make a connection with the brands that you buy into. Let's let's jump to the beginning here. Like, how did both of you guys meet? We, we actually met. We met in um, in a vintage store that Oliver was running at the time, and I was a customer. Um, what store is that? It was called Harry Judith. Oh shit! Uh, Harry you know Judith. Like that's well. That so first off, that was what I knew it as was mm-hmm. yeah. was like Hair Judith. But um, my friend Antonio Changoli. Stress with Adam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a friend of mine as well. He would um, go there a bunch when he was working on Gantt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Yeah, but like everyone would go hang out at, you know, Herr Judith or what. Uh, excuse my mispronunciation. No, no, no. It was good, 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 quite good pronunciation. <laughs> uh, so, so you were running it? So Oliver was running it after... So Adam, uh, the guy that that uh, Marcus knew, because Adam uh, sadly passed away a few years ago. Uh, so uh, Adam ran it first, uh, and then another guy took over, uh, and then Oliver took over. Yeah, and he ran it for uh, some three time. Years, I think. Three years, three yeah. years. Uh, and while he was managing that store, I was, or I was a customer from, from the beginning, uh, but I bought and sold some stuff there. Uh, and I was, uh, I was working in a, in a different industry. I'm, uh, I've studied, uh, marketing at university. Uh, mm-hmm. so I was working in sales and, and marketing and, and, uh, but didn't really like it. Uh, wanted to to change path, so to speak, uh, and I was there one day and spoke to Oliver and just asked him the question like, "How?" I re- I remember it so so vividly. Yeah. <laughs> that I want to jump in here. Yeah, because I remember standing in that shop. Sometimes it was it was very it was very quiet because it was on an offbeat street, so it could mm-hmm. be very quiet. Sometimes this is in Stockholm. Had- Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you, because you had your regulars that always came, you know, and you know what time of day they were coming and whatnot. And this day, for some reason, I think it was a, a Monday or Tuesday or yeah, yeah. in the beginning of the week. Some so I, I was just standing there, you know, doing whatever, fixing something. And then Carl comes in and he was one of my absolute favorite customers because, you know, he had impeccable taste. He was a great guy to talk with. Uh, and it was just, I was just feeling, you know, you're kind of lonely. I was just standing there, you know, having some coffee. And I don't know if it's going to happen today. He walks in, I'm like, yes, you know, great customers coming in. And he starts browsing and we start chatting and I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? You know, what's up? What are you doing today? He's like, yeah, I'm on my way to this, to this interview, to this job interview. 
I'm like, oh shit, that's cool, man. Nice, congrats. He's like, yeah, not really. Like, yeah. What do you, What do you mean? He's like, yeah, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't really, I don't really want to do what I'm doing. Basically, that's what he said. Like, I don't want to do this. What I'm, what I'm doing right now. And I was like, okay, so, so what? No, what do you want to do? He's like, I, you know, I could, I could work in this place. This would be nice. You know, it would be change of change of scenery, doing, you know, handling stuff that I like, doing this thing. And at that particular moment. I was looking to hire someone. So basically, basically, I so, just said, so yeah, come Monday. Yeah, I asked, him, I, I, I asked you for a job. Yeah, he was like, yeah. can, I, can, I, can I work here? I was like, come Monday. And that was it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was, okay. I was like, I was taken aback. I was like, what? Because I didn't expect that. I was like, I, I expected him to be like, ah, not really. Uh, but he gave me an office straight away. And I was like, I, I sort of backed out of the store like, whoa. And then I went home and thought about it for like a day or two. Yeah. And then I came back and I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And so yeah. I started, I, I started there part-time. Part-time first. Yeah. Uh, first. Uh, and then, uh, and the guy, that, the, the guy that owned the store, he was, uh, he was a very, he's a very special guy. Uh, and he, uh, he wanted to, to sort of maximize Oliver's time and don't have so much, so many, you know, extra, extra employees. So he didn't want to give me that, that many hours, but Oliver gave me way too many hours. <laughs> we worked together quite a lot, even though I was only yeah. like, uh, employed on a yeah. hourly basis, so to speak. Yeah. Because the store was very small was as well. Tiny. Yeah, so you tiny. run it by yourself. It was not a problem, yeah. but you know, right. you work Monday to Friday nine to six or whatever the time was all by yourself every day. It's not, I mean, it's not that fun. You want someone to be around. You want to, you know, you want to chat with someone. You want to be like, yeah, I need some energy. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. You need to be like, you can't just stand there. You, you become blind. You'd be like, should I do anything about the display window? No, it looks good. Oh shit. I haven't changed it for a month. Oh, whatever. You know, so you need someone. Right. So basically I was paid, paid us over his company. I was uh, salaried. Uh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, I wanted him to be there, so, and 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 the, the guy who ran it, he was like, "Oh, we can't give him that much. You know, we can't have that much hours." So I'm like, "Yeah, sure, yeah. Call. Can you come work more? Can you come, can you come work? You know." Uh, so, so anyway, that was that was great fun. We did that for for like a year, I think. Yeah, At and least. then Oliver had an offer from Squawks and Blogs. Yeah. Okay, hold on one second. How do you say that name? I it's Scott while Blah, I Blah, love Blah. the brand. It's the most mispronounced name in the history of any sort of clothing, any shoe ever. People, people, people from the states tend to call it squawk, just like yeah. I I heard scopty. Yes, uh, I've heard that as well. I've heard yeah. so many pronunciations uh, of that name, yeah. but it's in Swedish. It's skoaktsebelaget, which is basically right. like shoes incorporated. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. It's, it's like. An old way of naming a company like this company deals with shoes, so it's Shoes Incorporated. This company deals in bread, so it's Bread Incorporated. You know, right. so it's very touchy. So I had an offer from them uh, to go work for them as a as a visual manager, which I did. And at that time, then obviously, Carl took over the vintage shop from me and became the manager. Okay, and as an aside, so so, so people understand that shoe store. I'm going to say scope T because I, I just am so bad. at Please pronunciation. Do. <laughs> um, I don't, I was working at the armory that time, I think around 
pretty early when that's that shop opened and every single shoe like manager uh clothing fan ever no one could understand how a shop that was like physically as tiny as that store was was just absolutely blowing out numbers and selling just tons and tons of shoes and everyone like like philip from saint crispin's was just like what the like there's they sell trust me i don't know what they're doing he's like they're just selling so many shoes every single person i think you guys did edward green too and like uh hillary from edward green was always just like and it, it was it was so fascinating to over to learn about that store from every single person i knew who worked in the industry who was who thought it was like a Willy Wonka chocolate factory? Like, just no one could understand how that place could be so big and good and successful. I mean, it, what what were you guys doing over there? I mean, it, it was no idea. When I when I got there and started working, it was like sort of like the golden period or whatever you want to call it for classic men's shoes was like taking off. Right, like seriously, that's what I, that's what I was hired for. They were like, okay, we need to up the game for for Instagram and for our visual in store and for you know the website and and everything. So there was when I came, there was two people working in the store: store manager and another guy who worked full time. Okay, and they were already doing great. I mean, they were selling a lot of shoes. Uh, so I come in and I started because I you know I hung out there because Adam, who used to run the vintage store, he started that store. Oh, the yeah. They, yeah, they they um they, they poached him. him from how you did. Yeah, oh, from the store. Okay. Yeah. And, and so he ran that friends and, yeah, yeah, he ran that for uh, he ran it for some time before yeah. he got sick. Yeah. Uh, right. and had and had to leave. And then, you know, uh I came in and at that time, you know, we were selling some high end brands. It was Getsiana Girling, it was Edward Green. That's right. And Sabonoff was brand new, I think, to the store. Yeah. Uh, when I came in and Carmina was still there and, you know, and I just remember like, you know, we were selling a lot of shoes and it was great. I mean, we had great knowledge that the, the, the people working were, were really good at what they were doing and the online presence was really good. I mean, they, that, they yeah, had, that was the biggest thing. Online yeah. Presence. Yeah. yeah. The online presence was phenomenal. No one, not a single store that was operating at that time could match the volume and like online presence that you guys had built. I mean, it, it was incredible. And I remember going to the to the style forum thread for Squawky Blog it and seeing like how many pages, you know, I don't know. Oh was yeah, it, was it six, seven thousand? I don't know. It was insane. Yeah. And then you know the owners were on there like like chatting twenty four seven, like solving problems, answering questions and whatnot. So that was a, that was a, that was a great um, great thing. But I also remember people coming to Stockholm, and you know if you if you're like us, you know, quite nerdy when it comes to stuff, you know, you can, you can visit, you could be like, honey, could, should we place this, you know, this vacation? Should it be, should it be in, you know, I don't know, let's say Florence, so I can go to tire. Uh, I mean, we can have some, some gelato <laughs> at, uh, you know, wherever, you know, you could be that guy. And people did that, come to Stockholm to go to the store and they come in and it's what, it was what, 15 square meters. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, tiny. it was a it was tiny. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this big. It was nothing. So they were and like, people were like underwhelmed. They're like, whoa, whoa. Where's the main store? <laughs> yeah, where's the main store? Do you <laughs> have the a main, main store? <laughs> this is it. We're like, this is this is you know this is what you see is what you get. This is, but it was it was it was uh, it was a great fun. And after a while, then we poached Kelly as well from the vintage store to come to squash and blog it. 
Well, not really. Not really, to be honest. That's 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 very kind of you, but that's not really the truth. Is it not? No. Am I lying? Because the, the vintage store unfortunately closed. That is true. Sorry. I was yeah. going to say because so I, I thought I was, you to close. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Sorry. Yeah. That closed, uh, and that coincided with the birth of my first son. Uh, so I took some time off, and then uh, Patrick. Uh, one of the guys that started uh, Scorchbot very kindly, uh, or I, I actually reached out to Patrick, but he very kindly offered me a job. And I had to vouch for him, so we yeah. got him in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Pull him back in. So, yeah. And uh, so we worked there together for a couple of years. Yep. Um, and, and that sort of laid a, laid a foundation of, of, or that's where we started nourishing the idea of, of doing something together. We realized that we had uh, much of the same views on, on how we wanted uh, products and items in general to be or to fit or to feel, you know. Yeah. And much of it came from us handling a lot of great vintage clothing, a lot of amazing stuff passed through that store. Yeah, because that, that's a really... You know, I didn't even really put that together until now, the fact of all the vintage stuff that you had. Because I, I would say that like rubato the the brand on on paper right like say say you're thinking of all the new clothing startups and like well you know what's your angle and what's your thing there's not a single product that's that's made by you guys that's rubato that actually would make sense in like a new futuristic age all the stuff you guys make, like the fit is very old school. It's very classic. The the, 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 the knits are extremely short. Um, the trousers are very like, you know, full leg conservative. It's a, a white Oxford. You spend all this time to make like the most basic thing. But all everything that you guys make is beautiful. It's it's incredible. And so and, and it like for me, it's like the best example of like why tech and clothing like just I, I hate that people think that they're in the same boat where it's like, no, 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 because a brand like what you guys started would never exist if it was started by a survey and started by a bunch of AI. It's like that's crap. Like what you guys created is like it's beautiful. It's authentic. It's classic. And it works perfectly. Thank Thanks. you so much. That, it makes yeah, us course. so happy to hear that. Yeah, and especially, no. as a, you know, especially coming from you as well as yeah, someone who's, who's been around and knows, you know, you know your stuff. And, and, and we, you know, looked up to uh, both yourself and the places you work. That has been, you know, great inspirations for, for a lot of quality garments uh, and stuff. But we, we always said that, you know, we want to be, we try to take the best of, of, of the vintage world, you know, it, it could be cuts, it could be a quality material, it could be a color scheme, it could be, you know, any any of these things. Just a vibe. Just a vibe, mm. it could be a feeling. But we do not want to cosplay, we don't cosplay. You know, <laughs> we live here, we live now, we need to do normal stuff. Right. We need to wear, we need to wear clothes that's not restricting ourselves. At the same time, we don't, you know, Maybe not particularly want to jump into a pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt. No, but that, 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 I think that informs that that's what informs rubato, if that's the correct word to use. Uh, but oh yeah, what what is it? Could you pronounce the name? Am I am I mispronouncing it? Rubato, yeah. But it's, okay, it's an Italian right, word. Sorry, so it's rubato. Yeah, I was going to say because <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a tempo. A tempo rubato is the is the the meaning 
where the word comes from, not where yeah. the word comes, but where we taken it from, which means basically um, stolen time. Stolen time. So Robato itself means stolen. Yeah, mm. so the name, the, 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 the actual brand is Robato, but uh, we use Atempo Robato since it's the, the, the musical term. Uh, right. For the, the Instagram. Exactly, for the Instagram handle and, and for the website as well. Uh, and like when you were when you were kind of prototyping some of the knitwear, because I think for, for many people, the knitwear was the first entry point for the brand. Um, and you're, you know, speaking with whatever factory or whatever, and you're being like, oh, we want it to fit like this. How did that conversation go? Because it is not the fit that, or the style that any knitwear company no, is no, currently I can start it and, and, and Carl can, can take over. The first, we, the, <laughs> sure, the yeah, first yeah. thing that we met was, nobody's going to make that for you. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. That was it. Door shut, you know, like. Oh, thanks, guys. Hey, we just flew to Scotland and started, you know. Hey, we're here now. Nope. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of disheartening, you know, when we when we started out on this journey, because we started in 2018, we started the, the, the sort of sampling process. And, the, the, you know, now we're doing this, we're going to do this. Let's start by, by doing our research and let's start by visiting factories. Let's, you know, let's go there. Let's talk to these people, let's get to know them, let's, you know, see the whole vibe of the of the factory, of the people working there and everything. We wanted it to be uh, correct sound, you know, we wanted it to be nice, to be to be good. Not, 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 yeah, professional. Yeah, not just in quality of, of the making, but, you know, the people working there, you know, how's the environment, how how, how, how do people feel working here? How, Again, seeing, feeling, smelling. Again, yeah, exactly. Touching. Everything is, is yeah. super important. Yeah. And uh, we both remember, you know, we came, we flew to Scotland, <clears throat> and we we were gonna go we we're gonna go to where we were going and and we realized there that oh wait there's no trains that you know takes us there it, it takes us there tomorrow no, I, I actually forgot that that's true and yeah. then we need to take a bus to this other place because we you know this will take us this far and then we'll take a bus and then we need to take another bus but that only goes. The day after tomorrow, so if you were like, okay, we're not, you know, again, planning, admin stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, like, is, okay. this is not the, the first nor the last time. Uh, exactly. So like, okay, what do we do? Okay, we need to rent a car. We just rent a car and then we'll drive there. And then, so we, we head off to whatever car rental things around. And Carl is like, because I don't have a driver's license. Carl's like, wait, I have to drive on the wrong side of, of the road. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it's, it's tricky driving in the UK. And, and I was like, you know, you... You can make it, you know. You, you can do it. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I never done it before, so yeah, but we'll, you know, we'll try." And uh, you know, it was uh, that was actually that was that was nothing. It was easy for you. you yeah, we had to. We had, actually you had, maneuvered had, your way through town like yeah, it was like, yeah. No, that, that was that, that was not difficult. But we we got there, and then we had we uh, had a few meeting, meetings set up with different factories. And basically, what happened was was. What you said, Oliver, they they were like, okay, that's that that's that's a bad idea. Yeah. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I mean we were shown around these these uh, lovely factories. Yeah, uh, and we were sort of pitching our idea. You know, we were trying yeah. to sell it. And like, they were listening. You need to get on board yeah. with this because we have this great idea where we will do this. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But that's a bad idea. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Really? Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Do that. You fuck? should buy. Like, you I, should buy. You should buy. You should buy this. Buy this. Buy this sweater and put your label on it. 
We're like, yeah, but that's exactly why what we don't want to do. Yeah. So we figured we figured we no 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 no. Okay. You we have all the stock. Any color is available. So we had we had a few meetings like that. Uh, we were there for two days. So we the first day was we were quite yeah that at first, the end of the first day yeah we also was, again was just like depressed. we came out and we were like did we fly here did Carl you know risk his life driving on the wrong side of the road and you were like <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and to get like a nobody's gonna make it because we actually told the, the, that person like flat out like okay do you do you know we have a few meetings set up you know do you know are we are we sort of are we doing this wrong is this the wrong way to go he's like let me think um no i can't think of anyone that will help you yeah sorry it was rough what so we were at the end of the first day we we were really depressed and we had we had uh an awful dinner in a in a tiny awful scottish rest scottish italian restaurant yeah yeah ah there you go Uh, (laughs) which was weird yeah Uh, (laughs) then we had a pint at the at the at the bar, yeah, in the local in, in, hotel, in the local was, hotel, not yeah. our hotel, because we have obviously picked the wrong hotel. Yeah, there were two to pick from, and we picked the one that was the worst one. Yeah, so we didn't even have a bar, <laughs> so we had to go to the other hotel yeah. to grab a pint, and we were all alone. We yeah, were just sitting we were there, so like, sad. depressed. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, like, sorry, <laughs> yeah, you were saying no, no. Like I think the thing that that there's a lot of other people whom want to make knitwear wear like knitwear should be made in my opinion like look no shots to italy love italian manufacturing but like when i think of like shetland you think of scottish knitwear and the fact that so i mean because we had this at the armory when we were like hey we would love to make this and they were like well we we already spent all this time in development perfecting the fit that everyone wants just put your label on it choose your colors move on and we were like well wait and like every single chinese knitwear company were basically like you tell us what you want, we will make it. We will invent. It doesn't matter what your unit number is. Design it, build it, dream it, we'll make it for you. And so like you start to understand too why all of these other companies would go and manufacture um, you know, in China or these or other places, which by the way, they also have great facilities, but they would just they're so nice and generous and accommodating and you guys basically had to sell your idea before you even handed them money. Because it's not like you were asking them to make stuff for you for no, free. No, 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 no. Everything, everything exactly. cash up front. Every, everything, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we were just standing there and be like, but we can, we will, of course, we'll pay you for this. They're like, yeah. no, no. And, and, you know, basically you <sighs> feel like they tried to streamline their production into this, which, which I, you know, I can, I, you know, I understand. Yeah, I it. Get we it. get it. In it. some I mean, way, get not, it. Yeah. Some way you get it. Yeah. And then in some way you'd be like, ah, but come on, you have the knowledge, you have the ability to do this, we know this because we've seen your factory because you've shown us to it, and it's yeah. amazing. But if you know if that's your way of, of if that's how you want to work, then you know what can we do? We we're no. two two guys from Sweden coming over and be like, hey, could you make this for us? We knew nothing. We, we knew nothing this about the industry. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> no idea. I mean, we've been to a few factories like before, like with shoes and everything, and but not sure. nothing nothing like this, and not not as the the, um, the person wanting to make something as well. We've been there mm, buying yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've been in, in yeah. factories buying, but not as the person coming in like, okay, we have this idea. This is what we want to create. This is how we want it to feel. You know, we were so specific in all elements of our garments that right. 
you know, maybe that's what put him off. I don't know. But it yeah. was it probably was just like, oh, these two guys, they're just going to make like, oh, they want us to give them free samples. And no, we're not going to do that. Oh, yeah. So day one, you're defeated. Yeah, day yeah. one, we're defeated. We're down. Then, we're down <laughs> and then who, who is the, yeah, how did you make it work? I mean, we, we, we had, we had one more meeting. No, we had, we had, uh, we had two, two meetings for the, the second day. Two or three, but one was canceled. So yeah. We, yeah, we had three meetings. Yeah, and we, yeah, yeah, yeah that's one true. Was we were quite disheartened by that. And we were like, yeah, no. Because one was canceled while we were there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the same day. Yeah. And so we ended up coming Jeez. to this. Did they know you were there? <laughs> yeah. They knew. Yeah, we emailed everybody and said, we're going to be there at yeah. these dates. Yeah. Can we meet? Yeah, sure. And then something happened, you know, whatever, and they canceled it. So, sure. so we had two options down and then we, we went to one of them and, you know, the whole, there was some, it didn't really, they, again, it was like, we have our collection, just pick, yeah. Yeah. pick it, you know, can, but can we change anything? Can we change the cut? Can we change? Yeah, no, not really. You know, no, no, no. We make everything 3D now. And we're like, no, that's not really our, you know, that's not the way we want to go. And so we end yeah. up at the last meeting, sitting outside, pouring rain, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. and being, you know, quite like, yeah, let's just get this over with and go yeah. home. Yeah. And then we, you know, wise from the other uh, meetings, we're like, let's not, let's not start this meeting by, you know, greetings and this and that, and, you know, take us around the factory, show something. Let's just put it out there. Can you make this product for us or not? We don't want to waste your time. Uh, and, you know. Very fair. You know, we don't want to be like those guys. Yeah, okay, coffee, yeah, tea, biscuits, whatever. And then yeah, go yeah. around and be like, no. So we came in there and like off the bat, we're quite, I don't know if we came off hard, but we're like, okay, we just want to get this clear. You know, can you, can you make this type of product for us? And they were like, of course. Yeah, sure. No problem. And that was, and that, that, was, the beginning. that was like, we're like, oh, oh, great. really? So we can do this? Yeah. Can we do this? Yeah, we were so surprised. We were like, are you sure? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you double ask? Can you- did they ask for like, I mean, you don't have to reveal some of this, but like, did they ask for like very high minimums or stuff? Because sometimes some factories yeah. will be like, yeah, sure, we'll do it, but we want this much. And you're I like, mean, what the f- in hindsight, not the minimums were not huge, but I at mean, that it was time? definitely at that time it was, a, it was, yeah, quite, quite big. I mean, it was a big, it was a big thing for us then. Yeah, exactly. With, you know, yeah. we had, but I mean, knowing what we know now, of course it was fair. Yeah, it was, I would fair. Say it was yeah, fair. It was fair. It was fair. It was definitely you know, fair. In, but on that, and that was the thing, cause when you guys launched and it's funny, cause you said you're two people in, in, in as in terms of the whole company, because how you communicated that the company was launching, like, I think a lot of people didn't really know what it was. You guys were kind of cryptic about it online. Um, there was, no one really knew what the product was. And then the product, like, you kind of see it and you don't really get it. It was like, it was very mysterious in the best possible way. Because I feel like a lot of companies now, they hit you over the head with all this mystery thing, or they want you to like start guessing so they can boost their engagement on their social or whatever it is. And it's just, and it comes off like really tacky and how you guys launched the brand. Cause I remember I was like, what the fuck, what is this? I was like, well, I don't know the name. I don't understand it. And then it was like this knitwear. And the, and I think like one of the first images was like, I'm trying to remember. It was like, uh, it was like 
just a shadow of of what it was like a like a very small reflection of what some of the product stuff was but like you guys really nailed it on the product launch like i'm, I'm dead serious Thank like you. i mean which is why i'm kind of dissecting it here like it is is excellent Thank Thanks. You. i mean I, I, I again so happy to hear that and i guess that what you said earlier about other brands doing that I mean, they uh, the the reason that they're not doing it doing it so so well, I guess, is that they're. I mean, it's too too thought through, I guess, in a way. Oh it's yeah, not, like too I mean, planned. Yeah, too planned. Yeah, and okay. we. I mean, everything that we do, or I mean, everything we do is is organic. Everything we do is like we 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 talk about it, we discuss. Yeah. Did you have a deck for your launch? strategy no like I mean, was it a three-month build out sort of thing no 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 decks. yeah <laughs> i mean we don't we don't do that kind of stuff everything we do i mean from from product development to 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 uh the instagram stuff is mainly oliver to be honest uh, and it's, it's always been but everything we do is like it, we do it in discussion i mean so we yeah. we discuss we talk about stuff and then okay does this does this sound good does this feel good do we like it Mm-hmm. If is, we do, I mean, is, we this, do it. is this something we can stand for? You know, one hundred percent. Is this something we can back up? Is this something we feel is is necessary? Mm. You know, stuff takes time. I mean, yeah. it takes time to develop stuff, and it takes time to get it right, and it takes time. And we're, we're you know, we're not in a rush. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no reason for us to, you know, clutter the system with with more waste. In, in, or more information, or more in information, that, yeah, or, or you know, unnecessary. anything unnecessary. Like we treat our we treat our Instagram as our mood board, in a sense. Like, that's where we, you know, we are both me and Carl are, like, all the stuff that we post is, is a reflection of stuff that we that we like ourselves. And that, for some reason or another, sort of intertwines with, with Roboto and what it is. And it it sort of comes out as the, as the, a very, very, if, if you want to, if you want to break it down, it comes out as a very personal insight to what we, what we like. And so, you're, right. so you're sort of, sort of on this journey with us, which is you know kind of fun. Uh, and the reason that you didn't get to see that many sweaters or that many, I mean, detailed pictures, is that it, we didn't have any because no, <laughs> everything was. <laughs> we had a few samples that we were working on, and then I mean, we had to send back. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, it, it was so we did. I mean, we had to sort of um, to to build something something big out of something that wasn't that big <laughs> if you understand what yeah I'm yeah because i mean the the other thing that you did you know because you you launched basically as a an online brand selling uh knitwear which a lot of people are familiar with knitwear and the concept right but the the style and the fit of it was very 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 different than what everyone was used to and i, I actually went back and i was looking at some of the copy and which I'm sure you probably have updated and changed over time, but like the the original, because I remember I got a couple of the things like right when you guys launched, and the, you know, like the fact of like it is very short, it's a little bit wider, like your explanation of how all this stuff was supposed to fit. Because when you think about all the other knitwear that your potential customers were wearing at the time, were like Uniqlo, Cuccinelli. Things that were more of like much longer, right? Because everyone was wearing pants that had a much lower rise in the in the waist. Um, very very slim, so they could wear it underneath all their stuff. And and basically, that the products that you had were literally the antithesis of that. 
but how how would how did you manage to like deal with the the sort of like customer relation of it all when the, you're literally selling like the opposite of what most of the people are used to? It's been a challenge and it, it is still a challenge in some way. Uh, but we were also right right from the bat. We realized that like this is not going to be for everyone. Yeah, you know, mm. if, if you don't if if you don't like, it, that's fine. You know, it's it, it's hard. We don't want to make. You know, if you start if you start trying to accommodate your customers instead of, of, of being real to what you want to produce and produce the thing that you truly love, you will lose some of you know you will probably lose the the, the whole feeling of, of, of the company what it stands for. So right off right right from the start, we figured that you know like we understand that some people are like, oh hell man, this is so short. How can you make crop top yeah. sweaters in a sense? And we're like, that's fine, you know, that's fine. But we. For example, me, I'm quite tall and I'm quite big and, you know, I need to buy like an XL sweater. And if I buy an XL sweater from the normal producers, it was too long because I had, you know, reasonably high-rise trousers that were fitting them, you know, sat at, sitting at the waist, just being comfortable. So the whole the whole discussion of the cut started from the fact that we were wearing stuff, but we couldn't find, we could not find the the... The things that go along with it, we could not find right. the right, the right. Yeah, you basically had to do custom knitwear. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. you know, doing everything custom is, is super fun. I mean, it's it's great doing bespoke and everything. There's great stuff out there, no doubt. But sometimes you just want a sweater, man. You just want, you know, <laughs> just, you know, something's got to be easy. You just want to buy a sweater, like a nice one. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and also there's the, I mean, bespoke and made to measure stuff is. It's uh, it, it can be a, a lovely way to buy a product, uh, but there's also th- something about you know buying a product as it is. This is what it is. This is what it looks like, and that's it. Mm. There's there's something about stuff not being possible to to personalize or to tweak or you you just you you buy it, you yeah. like it or you don't like it. You buy it or you don't buy it. I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's yeah, having too many options, especially now when you think of you know other brands where it's like, well, we can do this for you, and yeah. if you don't like that, we can do this, yeah. and if you don't like, and and it's tough because I feel like some companies are so accommodating that they actually lose the identity that yeah. why people were coming to them in the first place. Yeah, so where it's like there's a lot of great brands out there that I respectfully like. It doesn't fit my vibe. Just. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need every brand to accommodate my weird style or whatever I'm thinking of, or you know. Yeah. And it's great that you guys are able to do that because, in, in a lot of ways, like you're, and I'm not reducing the brand in any way. Like <laughs> how you guys launched and, and your product is is basically like a, a marketing class, you know, and and like how you can really create something successful in the sense that you also, um, you didn't just come out with the knitwear and be like, hey, this is our product. Ha <laughs> ha, see ya. Like, you know, when you think about Ralph Lauren and you think about a lot of other companies, they're all world building. Like, it's all about like, no, 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 this is our brand and this is the world that we envision it in. And so now you can, if you want, you can be a part of this world or not. But like, you know, all the visuals that you had, um, like the the Simon Mel guys do a great job with that too. Where it's like, I never would imagine a photo of a beach, you know, of, of rocks and water fitting into a mood board for clothes, but it does and it fits really well. 
Thanks, man. Again, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. It's what we aim for. So it's what, yeah, it is what that. we yeah. aim for, and we and we we hope to be you know be inspiring to people as well. The way that we're inspired by other people and by other things and by anything from, as you said, like nature or whatever. It could it could be anything, and it's a. a it's one of the fun things I think about working with this, like, you know, dreaming up the whole, the whole sort of uh, the world, the Roboto world, mm-hmm. the, 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 the club of Roboto, the, the things that we, that we like and in, in which setting do we want it to be? Uh, how do we want to portray this? What, 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 what mood is this? What are we, what are we aiming for? And that's both me and Colin are very, very aesthetic in that, in that sense. And that's, yeah, that's, that's uh, again, talking about the stuff that we did before. I mean, that's what we want to do. We do not want to do, like, admin work. We do not want to... Obviously, we, we, we cannot make uh, appointments of any kind. No. Uh, I mean, we, we miss flights. Uh, yeah. You yeah. miss flights? No, uh, no, we haven't yet. No, no we haven't yet. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, we're not good at that, but we're, we're, we're good at other stuff. Hopefully. Yeah, right. Uh, we try. We try yeah, at we least. Try at least yeah. We try. And then, like, what's been the product roadmap in a sense? Because you, you know, I mean, if you look at how many different items you guys have, you have the knitwear, and then I think what was like the pant for no, it was the Oxford shirt first, and then it was the trouser, and like, I mean, but it's very, very slow and incremental. Like, yeah. is the goal to have like the full kit? I mean, what what's yeah. What's the plan? I mean, yeah, obviously the goal, the, yeah, the goal is to have like the full look and the stuff that goes around it and go, goes into it. If it's something worth making, if it's something that we feel can can be sort of run through the filter of robot and come out in the way we want it to be, if it comes out uh, good in that sense, then yeah, it, it will be it will be, it, it will be worth uh, making. We often, I mean, internally, <laughs> we often mm-hmm. re- refer to that filter that, that Oliver is talking about. We we take stuff and we put them through the, the Roboto filter and we, we try to make them Roboto. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it basically, it, I mean, it, it could be anything. We, I mean... I have, I have this, like, old dream of running in, like, in a hotel. So it could be a hotel. I mean... Okay. It could be anything, but for now, okay. I mean, we're we're more than happy doing doing clothing. Yeah. But down the line, who who knows? Yeah. Who uh, knows? But for now, I mean, it's it's definitely cl- clothing. I mean, pottery is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glass, I love so, glass. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I mean, it it all fits into the, into this sort of world uh, that we're making. Uh, but try uh, coming back uh, to your question, the. Some of the stuff just like it, it sort of falls naturally. Like we were when we were doing the the knitwear, when we were developing the knitwear, we were, according to our maker or to the factory, the the, the most pain in the ass customers they ever ever dealt with. No. It, it took us. I mean, we started in two thousand eighteen, launched in twenty nineteen. It took it took like a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half to develop it. But I mean, we did it <clears throat> sort of part time. Uh, yeah, part time so, as well, yeah. but still, uh, and then. Sure. And then we had this sort of, it became like an internal joke that we had for years. Like every time you would see something that you like, like a nice sweater or a nice pair of trousers or, you know, a nice sports coat or whatever, you'd be like, you know, we'll be nice to that, a white button down. It always started with the white button down. Like it was the canvas. It was the base of everything. Uh, so, But you were, can't launch with just a white button down. 
I mean, you. Uh, there, there probably are do. That, I mean, people, I people probably do, but yeah. for us, it was right. for us, it was like that. Just came afterwards naturally. Like, what do I pair with this? You know, what do I wear with this? What, why? How would I wear this? And how do I wear this daily? No, I wear it with a white button down and a pair of slacks. That's nice. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, the white button down. You know, it's the foundation for. You'll be like, oh no, I have this new. I'm making this new sport coat with this cool tailor and everything. I'm gonna wear it with a white button down. You would finish the, you know, the other guy's <laughs> yeah. yeah. and then you know, a pair of loafers and a pair of white socks or whatever. <clears throat> so it became natural. I mean, again, it's just a white shirt. It's a white shirt. It's it's the basic. It's a it's a nice shirt that you can wear anytime. You just pull it off. You just put it on. You just go. It's probably it's probably in our opinion it's probably the, the easiest shirt to wear in like in in any occasion. I mean you can use it for you can wear it on the beach and you can you can wear it underneath a double-breasted suit. I mean you can it's it's yeah it's a cornerstone. Yeah, it's a cornerstone. Yeah. How did you guys do this and stay so quiet about it? Because I feel like the whole industry. And it in and of itself is basically a bunch of quiet gossip and bragging at all times. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but like, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty in the loop on a lot of stuff and I knew you guys were making things, but like, I mean, everyone was very, very mum about it. We're, we're, I mean, we're not, we're not inventing the wheel. <laughs> we're just, we're, we're making, we're making good True. quality clothing. Yeah. You know, we're making, we're making stuff in a way we want it to be made. And, you know, there's, it's but the amazing, reason that, I mean, the reason for people of notes, I, I have no, I don't know. No, I mean, no. I don't know if people notice or, or not notice. Actually, it was, it was, it we're, was, we're quite boring guys. I mean, yeah, we're not, we're not really fun. interesting. We're not sort of the, the life of the party. <laughs> uh, Speak for yourself, man. Yeah. I was going to say, I've seen you guys a pity. <laughs> we've been there. We've been there. No, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. No, really, it's it's more of a. That, well, that, that's also. I mean, that's good. It, it, it's not like uh, uh, a choice that we made, but it's. I think it just maybe that came naturally from just us, just like wanting to do stuff and not thinking too much about it and not screaming too much about it. Just we had everything grew organically from that sweater uh, and then we wanted yeah. to make the shirt and we wanted to make the trousers but we haven't sort of we don't I, I, it, I, I think I think it plays in, in, in hand with the with the sort of romantic side and the, the, the sort of mystic side that you touched upon before yeah like if you if you f- feel that you need to you know scream everything out and be like oh you know look at us we're doing this and like uh, you know stuff like that or ask your customers or, should, yeah, we, do should this? we do this should we do that or whatever <clears throat> you sort of lose or you need to be like we're making this in this way with these stitching with this you know you need to br- if you need to break it down and everything it's like it sort of loses the ro- the romance for us i mean if you want to be like our core is good quality make good quality garments made responsibly uh that's that's sort of like just that's just that's that's our basis. Yeah. And, you know, we, we try to make stuff that people are inspired and influenced by and feel like, you know, they can be a part again of this world and feel like, you know, feel good in what they're wearing. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's something, too, that a, a lot of brands maybe accidentally do with w- what you had just mentioned in terms of, like, asking their customers, like, well, what do you think we should do next? Mm-hmm. How about we all vote on it? You know, like like crowdsourced clothing (laughs) 
it, you know, is great if it's maybe a bunch of goofballs on a message board that all like something. And to be honest, there's brands that exist that cater to that and they can just, that's, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. like when you think about like trying to create, it's at least specifically in menswear, because I want to say this without sounding like rude or anything. Um, I think for menswear, like men kind of still want to be told. They want to be like communicated more about like what what they should like. You know, I mean, the 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 number one email I get all the time of and this is like a freaking podcast is like, hey, I'm going to change my wardrobe. Like, what are the things you you would recommend? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you like? Yeah, like how, exactly. what makes you feel good where do you live what do you enjoy like don't listen to me i've owned everything and i've gotten rid of it a yeah. month later like it's yeah. like i'm not the guy no, and yeah people people kind of just want to be at least with men they they really want to be told what they what they should have and what they should check out yeah and that, yeah that's that's really true and you know touching on the fact that you know obviously we're grateful if, if a customer comes to us and be like oh guys i have the, you know because, of course, people write us and be like, you know, you should maybe, you know, are you going to make this in that color? Or are you going to do this? Should Have you thought about this? And we're like, you know, that's amazing that people are that interested that they want to take part. And obviously, in the social media climate that exists, you can be much more accessible towards your customers. And we do appreciate all the feedback and everything. But again, it's like, maybe that starts some idea. And maybe that, you know, turns out in a few years or whatever. Or maybe it doesn't. And that's, you know, that's still okay. But we still want to be, we're the source of everything that we make because it's hard for us to make anything that we do not feel for. Yeah. I mean, I don't mm. know how to make, uh, I wouldn't know how I would design a, I don't know, what do I, a, a, a telephone or a mo- I don't know, because I don't really care. I don't know my TV. I know I, I try to find a cool TV at home, but I don't know how I would make one because I'm not that interested in, but the stuff that I feel for and I call feel for, we feel for it very strongly and we want that to shine through. We want to give a part of ourselves through everything that we're making because that's the only way we know how to make it real. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are companies that, 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 that does the focus group thing I yeah. mean, and they do it amazingly well, yeah. but that's not no doubt. how we yeah. want to work. Yeah. Do, do you guys see yourself going into physical retail? Yeah, I mean, I mean, coming from from fiscal yeah. retail, we 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 love the whole. I mean, we we love what what fiscal retail can be. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I mean, not very often do you find like that the the the, the sort of the fiscal fiscal retail environment that is mm. uh, like you want it to be. But yeah, we we definitely want to have our own store or stores. Yeah. The Stockholm vibe in terms of cost of retail is pretty painfully high, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is, unfortunately. Yeah. But, so, I mean, again, obviously, we're, we're scouting. Uh, we're, we're keeping our, our eyes open. But, it, but again, we, wanted, we want to take it slow. We don't want yeah. to rush anything. We, I mean, if, if we, we can do, still do this in, in a year, yeah. who knows? But we, we don't want to rush anything. We'll see how it goes with the, with the, this horrible pandemic, uh, and then. Uh, but but down the line, sure, uh, we definitely want to do that because because we feel. I mean, working online is is it's fantastic. It, it it allows you to be to be flexible to sell to everyone, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it is. I mean, again, touching 
feeling, coming back to that, the smell, the touch, the feel. Yeah, walking into uh, an environment and speaking to people. Yeah. yeah. What kind of music do you play? What type of online yeah. is so one one dimensional. And you try to do everything yeah. visually. You try to communicate through the images, but you can only do that much through images. And yeah. and hopefully we do as good as we can by our standards, which is nice. But you know, it's just an, it's a, the store or or showroom or whatever it might or might not be will be an extension of that, where you can physically come in, where you can feel the whole the whole mood of of, of Roboto, which is what we both appreciate when it comes to reta- physical retail as well. Yeah. Like you yeah. want to come in and you'd be like, wow, yes, this, yeah. building yes, building this the world it. again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was the one thing that I remember the first time, this was like 2011 or so when I went to, or may, no, it was January 2012 at Pity when I went to Tire Tie for the first time, mm-hmm. where like Simone Rigi's shop, um, RIP, was like, he had a lot of clothes that if you took it out of the shop and you went and you put it on a hanger somewhere, I don't think I would be that drawn to it. But when it was in the shop, merchandised, and he had the incense burning, and he was trying it on, and he was putting together all these looks, and you saw how it all fit together, that became, like, the best clothes I had ever seen in my life. And it was like, oh, wow, like, because, like, merchandising and just the storytelling with the product is such an underappreciated lost art. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's to be honest, look, it's why Ralph Lauren is... Definitely, yeah. yeah. Who they are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. their, their stores are the greatest merchandise stores that, I mean, I personally have ever been to. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I remember going to when, when the new Paris store opened, the Ralph Lauren Paris store opened. I don't know if it was 2008, 9, 10, there, some, somewhere around there. And you walk into the sort of court, you walk through the courtyard to get into the, to the store. And when, as you walk in, you have the watchmaker sitting in this sort of library Big little thing where he's, you know, doing all these things like with the watches, with the, you know, with the the loops and all yeah, that. The loops yeah. and everything. <clears throat> and you're greeted by this guy who speaks like 72 different languages. <laughs> and he's like 25 years old. So he comes in and, and you're like, uh, he's like, bonjour. And you're like, huh? He's like, okay, English. Like, where are you from? Oh, Sweden. And then he speaks a little Swedish. And you're like, oh, snap. Cool. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he that guides, also happens at and then he guides you he guides you in and he's like okay on this floor this this and this floor this that and I remember going up to like purple label because I was really into the uh, the whole uh, tailoring stuff and I wanted to see it so I walked up and this guy's being fitted and he's standing on this little podium and his wife <laughs> is sitting there having a glass of champagne and the kids have crayons and they're drawing I'm like this is insane <laughs> this is this is yeah. I don't I don't know how to start this and they're like okay Let's go to the, the restaurant, which is downstairs, to, to Ralph's. It's like, see if we can get a table. It's like, no, it's fully booked. I'm sorry, but the, you know, the next time we have it's in about 30 Can you months. imagine that? <clears throat> yeah. So we had to have a, we could have a coffee in the courtyard. And that's when I noticed that the guy who was like sort of directing people in, he spoke like, you know, Russian, Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, French, English. He just went, you know, I was like, this is insane. You know, all the cutlery was, was like solid silver, Ralph Florence, everything. It's like, this yeah. is how you build the world, yeah, yeah. And it's and this is like no shots to Ralph, but like the quality of your standard Ralph clothes are, mm-hmm. I don't think they're anything really to write home about. They serve its purpose, yeah. but I don't see them as things that people are going to like stuff that's made this second. I don't think yeah, people yeah. are going to hold on to it and no, you no. know. 
pass it down to their kids or any of that stuff. No, it's not. But the vintage uh, stuff, though. I mean, the old stuff. stuff. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. suits from suits from late 90s and stuff and 80s. Again, like, yeah, different cuts. But, you know, I have a suit that I bought that I bought at my vintage store when I had left it and Carl was still working there that he sold to me. That is a vintage linen. It's it's It's, it's incredible. insane. Yeah, it's insane. It is so It's good. amazing. I love it. It's probably my favorite suit. A guy walked in with that suit. It was a tobacco linen suit mm. from my farm. And I was like, whoa. Like so I, yeah, I immediately called Oliver. Because it was my size. Yeah. <laughs> and so he ran over and then, yeah. It was, it, it, and the quality of that piece is, is, is amazing. So the new yeah. stuff and the, the new labels, let's not even yeah. get into that. It's horrible. <laughs> it's such a shame. It's such it's, a shame. It is disappointing to see some of that stuff. And I, you know, I, a bunch of Ralph folks listen to the show. I, I have a bunch of friends that work there. I love the brand, but yeah, so um, do we. I just, it's, I, I love what the brand means to other people and what the brand meant to be. And I almost feel like if I get Ralph stuff, it's basically strictly from a nostalgia basis at all times. Um, I have some old Ralph stuff like in my closet that I'll like search for on eBay, mm, but I don't yeah. think I bought anything new no, in no, ages. I, no, that. I haven't done that either. We just, you know, you go on eBay and you try to find the, the vintage, uh, the vintage stuff, which is, yeah, you exactly. know, the nicest stuff. And Are I you all still collecting vintage? I wouldn't say collecting. I yeah yeah we both buy vintage. Yeah, we both wear vintage. You know a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, both for you know just you know personal use. And sometimes you find something like oh that's a cool thing. You know what's that, your that, eBay saved searches? Uh, Lorpiana horsey jacket. Oh okay. It's on the specific My man. color though. I need a specific color. I want the cream one. Oh, and I need my size and you know stuff, so it's it's on there. Okay, I also have a 50s, 60s sweatshirts. Oh, like like champion stuff, like collegiate sweatshirts, like uh, anything. Letterman sweaters, yeah. yeah you send me, sweaters. you always send me pictures of like tattered, yeah, like you know destroyed like, stuff, like yeah, fifty sweatshirt, you know. Authentic sun bleached, blah blah blah, stuff like that. I just find it cool, like stuff that survived, the stuff that is still like going strong, and and it's uh, <clears throat> it's just fun to see. Yeah, I pulled up because this is a, a especially this season too. Like for some reason, like that is the biggest question that people will ask me to ask other people. They're like, "What are people getting on eBay?" And I'm like, "Well," and I'm like, "Well, okay, fine. I guess you know what? Like that is a question I do want to know." And like. I I pulled up my recent save searches. Most of them are trash, but like I feel like everyone's got Laura Piana. Uh, yeah, mine like Icer and Horsey, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Levi's five hundred ones WPL four two three, which was basically like the Egyptian ones were really good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, weirdly, right? The made in Egypt stuff, the cotton on it. Um, who was I talking to? It was actually one of the guys who works for this Japanese denim company called Resolute, which oh, yeah, bas- yeah, yeah. they basically only make like homage 501 stuff, which yeah, is like yeah. more of the cone and sites denim and things like that. And all the Egyptian, the Egyptian cotton that was like made in Egypt with Egyptian cotton and the way that it fades is like had this like speckle to it. It's pretty interesting. 
Um, but yeah, and also you can get them for twenty bucks. Like, that's oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were trying, we were trying jeans, jeans, trying jeans today. Yeah, at a, at a local shop that sells like high quality. They have like you know sugarcane warehouse. Oh, wow, we see wow. shout out to Second Sunrise. Shout out to Second Sunrise. A beautiful store. Great stuff. Um, and they're like you know denim heads and like you know that whole vibe, the Orslo. Yeah, they, they know their that. stuff. Yeah, they know their stuff. Yeah. Some amazing pair of jeans there. It's like, and that whole world. I mean, we're 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 nerds <coughs> in sort of our part of the of our universe, and and they're nerds in in and they they know their stuff, and they're I mean that whole world because we don't know. I mean, we know some, but they know so much. So it's really interesting. I mean, talking to people that that know about that that kind of stuff, and 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 you know. Again, denim, how it fades, uh, why it's made in a certain way. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that seam there? Why is that? I mean, it's all it's the Japanese makers making, you know, better stuff than the original. And, you know, all yeah. that, yeah, that, right? the dedication. I, re- I believe that's one of the things. The same goes for like, uh, like Japanese crafts in general. The, the, mm-hmm. the one thing that's sort of, that draws you in is the dedication to perfecting. Think even perfecting the imperfections, you know. I mean, we talked to to, uh, to this guy who works at that store, and he said, like, you know, they even they even for for this particular pair of jeans, they even had them like on the shelf for some time to make the new denim look like dead stock. Because if you keep a pair of denims or or, or the fabric just lying around, it fades. It's, it's, it fades. But in a particular sort of minimum, you know, you're like. <laughs> Wow, my yeah. boy! You know, this, in a way, this, we're getting it, deeper. It, yeah, it only does <clears throat> lying on a shelf for like shelf for like twenty years in a in a like a hardware store. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's cool. It's yeah. super cool. That's great. Yeah, I've I've uh, basically like a bunch of my other buddies. I feel like a lot of people are kind of getting, a, especially with the pandemic. I don't know where like there's not as much occasion dress where. You know, I'll still wear like a blue sport coat, but I think I've only worn a suit maybe twice, you know, uh, I mean, where am I going? Right. But because of that, tons of folks, I feel like are getting way into denim again, because it's like the only sort of thing that you can get that's still very, very casual, but you can really go to town with. I mean, you can just, I mean, I even bought a pair recently of stupid, I don't know why I did this, but like I bought a pair of 21 ounce Ironheart jeans, which... I don't know, but I'm like, well, I'm not going you anywhere. I can just walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess I can just wear them around the house and just, you know, hopefully I'll, they'll be broken in enough they, by the time they'll I wear They'll wear you, Jeremy. They'll wear you. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> yeah. I was holding a pair of 16-ounce uh, Momotaro jeans today, and uh, you can break them. You know, you can literally yeah, 20 ounce, snap that's them. Insane. 20, that's insane. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but... Yeah, I you just, do it's, you, man. You do you. <laughs> it's amazing. I see so many people like getting like, I think I'm going to get like b- more back into like denim or uh, that and like, like work shirts. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wait, sure. is it like 2010 again where people are like being like, oh, I'm going to get this Chambray shirt. Like Chambray. Like, yeah. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. You, I mean, yeah. you go. I mean, I think it, it I think it, it, it has the same, um, you want to, you want to invest in something like if when it's down to the core, when it's down to you, you having to make the choice mm. of where to put your money. You have all this time. You're in lockdown, or you, you know, 
you have all this time. You can't just go around spending some money there. You do that. You go out to eat and whatnot. And you're sitting at home and you, you want to do something. You want to, you want to buy something. You, you, you'll have so much more time to invest in what decision you want to make. So you want to make the best out of that, out of mm. the, you know, the hard earned cash to, that you're going to spend. So you, you, you turn to things that you know are made out of a great quality and denim is a, a, a part of that. Cause you know, if you go to high quality denim makers, you open up a universe where you have all of these great, uh, great cuts and the material is amazing and, and whatnot. And the same goes for, for all other sort of niche brands and, and we're, you know, speaking of, ja- of the Japanese quality make, uh, our trousers are made in Japan and we do make them with this sturdy uh, cotton twill, which was also like, we, when we were, because we were talking about it, it's like, it's almost like a pair of, of jeans, you know? You oh to man, sort of yeah, I'll have to in. check them out, yeah. You have to, they're not, they're not 20 ounce, but, but you yeah. still have to, you still have to yeah. sort of break them in and they will become better. Like, you know, when you find that old vintage pair on eBay, you know that these were hard from the beginning, but now they're getting that, you know, that, that soft touch. So I just, I, I don't know, it feels like people, you tend to get nerdier when you have all this time on your hands. You tend to dig deeper. Yeah, and also you want you to like. buy, like, again, with the, with the work shirts, you want to buy, you want to buy real stuff. Yeah. You, you don't want, yeah. I mean, you, you want it to, you want it to be, I don't know, you want, you, again, you want to touch, because, because there, you, you get no, I mean, staying at home so much, you get no. No sort of like outside stimulation. Uh, yeah, stimulates. Yeah. In, visual input. Uh, uh, okay. So, I mean, I guess you want, uh, you want like, like real stuff, proper stuff. Well, I think things that aren't as precious too, right? Because I yeah. feel like a lot yeah. of, a lot of folks, I mean, I at least wrestle with this. I think when I got my first bespoke suit, I was scared to wear it because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. And it's like when you get something like jeans and even like your guys' knitwear, like because it's, it's not cashmere like because it, it it doesn't feel very precious it feels like you can just wear it and keep wearing it i think that the navy crew i probably wore more than any sweater i've had in ages like i just it's just like the default sweater yeah, yeah. Um, and, the, and, the, and that's the whole that's the whole vibe we were talking yeah, that's about. what we made it in in Lambswell. yeah exactly we wanted it to be hard wearing we wanted it to be the piece that you were like you don't really have to think you just put it on yeah. you know you just you you just grab Thank you for making it, a dark, it, dark knit sweater. No worries, man. Maybe <laughs> has to be like near black. Yeah, yeah, we know. We have your back. That's also my go-to. That that is my go-to. Yeah. And the dark brown one now, the crew as well is also like it's just like works with everything you have. You wear it with yeah. denims. You wear it with a pair of chinos. You wear it with whatever. You put it under a sport coat. If you it's, sport it's sort of the sweater equivalent of like the the, the navy jackets. Yeah. Yeah. You can always wear. It. I mean, you just throw it on. It always yeah. works. So what's what's like what's the future look for you guys right now because basically covid kind of pushed everyone back a year i mean no there was there was no pity even though it was a bunch of like digital presentations i mean do you guys see yourself wholesaling or or what does that look like i mean we've had a a fair few questions regarding wholesale and uh, we're working we're working on 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 a wholesale solution or we're looking into how that would work and how it would, you know, benefit uh, not only us, but also the people mm-hmm. selling it. But, and also again, we're very picky. We're very nerdy. We, you know, you want to have control 
of, of your own brand and you want to have control of how it's portrayed and how it's talked about and everything. So it's not like, it's not like somebody just calls like, Hey man, we want to, we want to buy some knits. They're like, yeah, sure, man. Here you go. You know, <laughs> so you, you, you want to be, uh, not controlling, but you want to, you want to sort of control, but control, the, but control the narrative. <laughs> you want to, you want, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. like so, it so goes the, for any any people, yeah. person starting. Like you want to control the narrative of, of your podcast, of course. You want to decide sure. how how you talk about things and what you talk about. So it's it's, it's just natural. But yeah, we're definitely looking into that. Yeah, the, but the, the, the short the answer is is no, not really, not in the short term. No, uh, but but uh, well, I it's think it's a challenge with wholesale, right? Because you also have to find the money, right? I mean, because. Yeah. That they're expecting some form of a discount because they're going to carry it, and yeah, of course, you know, I mean, it's like okay, well, let but me just yeah, invent some count. extra money. We need to count, you know. We don't really, yeah, we need, yeah. Then we'd have to to learn how to actually like work Excel yeah. sheets, sheets and whatnot. We can't just and, text orders and be like, "Did you order this?" You know? Yeah. We want to run our business, <laughs> I think. Uh, so I think, I mean, for us, I think it'll be more interesting to develop our, our own online presence. Uh, we have, I mean, we have a ton of stuff that we want to do with, with, uh, with our own sort of website uh, and also looking into uh, some sort of like showroom or, yeah, uh, or, or like physical presence of, of some sort uh, that would be more interesting. I think. I mean, who knows what, what I mean? What the retail landscape is is going to look like in in I mean a few. Yeah, we have no so idea. I, there's I mean, I mean hope, hopefully people survive. Hopefully people do good and they pull through. And this whole thing uh, will, you know. I think we're come we're, to an end. Yeah, I think we're getting. I mean, I want to believe that we're we're getting there in the mm-hmm. sense yeah. that. I mean, I've talked with more and more folks where their their parents are vaccinated. You know, I mean, it's just like, will people feel okay to hang out in person and do business? Because even look, like, say, say everyone is vaccinated, right? Like, people are still going to be like, mm, I'm kind of used to this mask thing right now. Or yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to fly ever again and not wear a mask. Because I'm like, yeah. fuck, this was great. Like... Didn't have any allergies. Like I always, every single time I go to pity, I get sick every, every mm-hmm. winter, no matter what. So I'm just like, I'll just wear a mask. I'll wear a mask. I'm fine with that. Some some of the restrictions and regulations that are in place during COVID will probably still be here. Yeah, and, and some of the meetings that you're used to, like they're just like, you know, off the bat, like just a meeting, like, hey, yeah, let's meet up and do that will not happen. Which is sad because it's a great way to meet people. It's a great way for, yeah, for for those like casual meetings that happens, and you sort of meet someone like <clears throat> we just had a beer. Uh, this was before before COVID, like at, at Pity, uh, and we met um, we met the guys from uh, from Beijabilleur in in Paris. Fucking amazing people, man! Just like randomly, casually, like talk to some friends. Like I'm gonna have dinner with them. Let's have a beer later. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know those meetings. You still want you still want them to happen. You still want to meet and socialize. And I think people have the urge and the need. I mean, we certainly do. You know, you want to travel again. You want to meet people. You want to be inspired. Yeah, you want to be inspired. You want to see stuff. You want to. I mean, that's that's how ideas develop. That's how how I mean interesting things happen. 
Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, I mean, we're really hoping that this blows over soon, but who knows again? I mean, this could, and, and again, I mean, this could affect, uh, or will, I mean, it already has and, and, and will keep on affecting the retail landscape for like, who knows how long. Yeah. I mean, so, I think yeah. at least with you guys, you're, you're at, oh, what's a good way to say this? I mean, you're at a bit of an advantage considering the fact that you don't have a bunch of retail stores. You don't have a bunch of employees. You, I think your product selection still in a good way, like at, while it's grown from more than, you know, knitwear, it's still easy to understand and digest. Like yeah. I get it. Like I can, I can go to the site now and you see the world, you see what's, what you guys have made and created. And it's like, okay, I understand this versus think of like, boutiques that sell 20 different brands and yeah, one brand's yeah. laid and now they don't have a retail space for it. And Hopefully people will also like um, reassess yeah. the, the retail landscape. You know, is, is it is it worth having? Do we need to have all this space? Do we need to do this? Can yeah, and we? also, can I, do I need to buy this? Do I need to consume like in this, in this way? Do I need yeah. to buy stuff in this way? So uh, again, tying back to, to, to the stuff you said about the work shirt, I mean, Hopefully, when when this is has blown over, I mean, people people will buy more work shirts, so to speak, right? Uh, than than uh, than like fifteen t shirts from H and M or or Zara or whatever. Uh, people will buy the quality stuff because they they have they have understood that during this time, I mean, that that's you get more from one from one good shirt or sweater or pair of trousers or jacket or whatever that you get from like 10 or 15. Yeah. That that's, that's something that's super interesting that I feel like now is, is definitely kind of popping back up in, in the conversation. And I, it's like the concept of having a more in-depth relationship with the brands that you patronize. Right. So like back in the day, I don't know. I would buy clothes from some shop. I didn't know anything about the shop's political stance. I didn't know anything about the shop's charitable stance. I didn't know anything about the shop's employee, equity, management, nothing. And I didn't care and no one cared and it was fine. And I feel like now any new brand, at least specifically in the US, but I I feel like it's popping up more and more, they will communicate basically their ethos I mean, while we were talking, you had said it, it's like you, you use the word sustainably made, um, like where like that is now a part of their language into which like, not only do we make these products, but here's what we stand for. Because now I feel like potential new customers and customers want to have, like they want to support brands. Like you don't really want to just like buy something from a brand. Like you want to be like, no, 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 like, dude, no, this is Roboto. Like, and, and I know these two guys and like they, they, they had this journey and they were trying to make this knit and they, and, and it was hard. And they, you know, it's like, there's a, there's a big story behind that. And wearing a product says something about yourself and says that you also have a relationship with the people that you bought it from. And that's something that's like very, it's becoming more and more common now. It's really fascinating. Yeah, it is. And it, and it probably is, it springs from when we were running, the, the small vintage store where you have this personal connection all the time 
with your customers. You knew their, you knew their name. Uh, you know what they like. You know what they like. You knew what they left for you to sell. You know, all the customers had this oh, number right, where yeah. you where you have, a, you know, if you sell on, on on commission or consignment, they have you. You know, you have a specific number for the customer. You would know their number. You would know. You know, you have this sort of intimate, the uh, intimate relationship, and that's basically the way you want to work. You want to be. You want to be a person and, and, and you want to be, you don't just want to be, as you said, you don't just want to buy something. You want to, you want to buy something that you know. Yeah, and exactly. There's, and there's, and we don't want to sell like a billion sweaters. We'd rather sell 500 sweaters or 5,000 sweaters yeah. to, to, to people that we know. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, in, in, in a wider sense, no. Uh, than like a like a, a billion sweaters through uh, wholesale. We don't we don't know anything. We just send them off and then we never see them again. I mean, and that's that's also the the, the great part with social media that we can we can engage with our customers yeah. in a different way. Do you see people kind of like sharing a lot with you though? I mean, I feel like that that happens with me sometimes, and where I'll get an email from someone and they just like spit their life story to me. To where I'm like, whoa, like, <laughs> you know, but it, I I feel like with, but I've I've done that with brands to where it's like, because of the relationship, you know, like Rubato is a brand, yes, but like Rubato is both of you, and so because of that, your life online and offline, fortunately and unfortunately, people are, uh, you know making accessible like people want it like what's what's their favorite beer like even the questions like the people will send me to ask folks where it's like wait why do you care like why do you care what underwear they wear or what beer they drink or what their what's their late night food snack or if they if they like daniel craig is bond over connery like like you know like those just like personal opinions because the relationship that they want to form is so much deeper yeah, yeah, and that's—I mean—that's that's very difficult because I mean we made the conscious decision when we started Roboto to not name it after ourselves <laughs> because we do not want to be cent- I mean, obviously Roboto is us, but we do not want to be to be sort of central to the brand. I mean, we want Roboto to be Roboto, uh, so we want to engage. I mean, you do or Oliver does. Most of this, or or he, Instagram is he he does that whole thing. Uh, so you can you can probably answer that question better. But that, that's the difficult part is like in, in, engaging through Rubato and being being personal without being, I mean, showing who Oliver is, so mm. yeah, or too but, much about about who you are. Yeah, exactly. But I mean that 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 you know that goes from time to time. And yeah, we do have people that that contact us on all all different matters. Uh, and uh, sometimes it's, I mean, it's great. I've had discussions or, or, or conversations more, more. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, gents, this has been really, really good chatting with you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I'm glad we got <laughs> this scheduled and we got it all figured out. <laughs> yeah. So are we no, thank you, man. It was, it was amazing. It was great to be, to, to chat to you. Of course. Really well, I will talk to you soon. All right. I'll see you. Yeah. Hope bye, to see bye. you. You've been listening to Blamo. Our show is produced by Blamo Media. Our associate producer is Jason Schwimmer. Maddie Franklin is in your DMs and running our socials. And Brendan Finn edits out all my mistakes. And yours too. 
Theme music, as always, by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. You can find us on Instagram at Blamo Podcast. And do us a favor, leave a review on whatever app you're listening to us on, unless you are driving. If you can't stop and need all that hot content, join us on Patreon for tons of exclusive episodes, a private Slack, merch hookups, and all the fun in the whole wide world. I'm Jeremy Kirkland. I'll see you all next week.